Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, you're all right. Hello. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad. It's been a while since we last spoke. I think, was it a week and a half since we last did a show? Everything good? Yep. Yep. Yeah, flipping FA Cup, isn't it? Getting in the way of a good championship season. Yeah, I hate betting on the FA Cup. It, it doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah, it can be treacherous, can't it? Mm, yeah, I, there, there will always be offers and what have you about, but I just don't really see the points. You don't know what teams people are going to be putting out. Um, you can have some, like like a League 2 team, for example, obviously, obviously my knowledge for League 2 isn't that good, um, and comparing them to a League 1 side and what team they've got out, it's it's all it's all a bit of a minefield, isn't it, if you see what I mean? Yep, it can be tough, but on the other hand, if you can get if you can get ahead of a bit of team news or something, it can be uh, you can uh, get the inside track on uh, some big prices, but yeah, I think it's best yeah. left alone, just a few cards or goal scorers maybe, yeah. but that's how I feel. That's definitely how I feel. Let's just stick to the league action, shall we? And that's what, exactly what we've got this midweek, ladies and gentlemen. We've got nearly a full round of fixtures in the midweek. I thought it was a full round, but mm. there's two teams who aren't playing. I can't figure out which two teams it is. Yeah, is um, it um, Preston Huddersfield? I, that was that it? I, I don't know. I, I was looking for some... I, I rate fancied Archer. I thought, let's have a look at Archer's price, but I can't yeah. find the game priced up. It's scheduled no. beyond, but I can't find it priced up anyway. I don't know what's happened to it. No, I, I couldn't find it anywhere either. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, whether we're missing something, I'm not too sure. But either way, we've got nearly a full round of fixtures, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what we're going to do on the show this week. We're going to give you our best bet, our next best bet, and our long shot from the championship in midweek. No treble because we don't do trebles in midweek, um, mainly because it's across two days. So it's a bit more awkward to do a treble, isn't it? Um, as always, please get more responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Uh, before we get on to our bets, let's just do a quick recap of our last episode. Jimmy, how did you get on? Good. Few winners about flipping time. I had uh, Bournemouth to beat Barnsley as my nap. They made surprising hard work of it. We're finishing 1 0, and I think they finished with 10 men. Uh, but that got over the line eventually. And then Preston, um, Bristol City, both teams to score was a much more comfortable watch 2 2. Uh, so two winners out of three with my, my long shot, really stretching the definition of long shot. Bruce, they're 2 to 1 to score. He, he was looking um, electric first 20 minutes against Peterborough, but uh, he's tweaked his hamstring again, which is frustrating for the bet and for Sheffield United fans. But um, two out of three will take it after a bit of a rotten run. Yeah, and your rotten run coming into end coincided with me having an absolute stinker. I had a full house, the betting show before, and then followed it up with absolutely no winners and none of them really came close to be quite honest so yeah it was a really bad week for me which I, I really wasn't expecting I was really strong on my nap and my next best last week or the last time show we did anyway um hopefully it'll be better this week so let's get on with our best bets then Jimmy what do you got yeah I've gone um along similar lines to the last show and uh back in both teams to score in a game involving Bristol City they, they host Reading uh, this week, and you can get both teams to score at four to five with uh, William Hill. That is, but it'd be the same across most bookmakers. Um, and obviously, no uh, better place to start than with the host. Their last nine games, there's been forty nine goals. That's seventeen for twenty four against a goals per game of um, over four and a half, which is just ridiculous. Both teams to score landed in all of them. Over two point five goals landed in all of them. 
outrageous. Um, I, I wanted to see, is it sustainable? As it, should this have been happening based on the underlying data? And in the, in the word, no, um, they've actually scored um, seven more than the uh, expected goals suggest they should have and conceded um, 10 more than they should have based on the expected goals against. But even taking in um, that overachievement, and underachievement at defending overachievement and attacking into consideration. The game still have averaged, uh, should have averaged nearly three goals per game, 2.8 according to the expected goals. So I'm happy to uh, go back in on both teams to score based on Bristol. Quick word on um, the Royals. Uh, they had Andy Carroll, obviously he's switched to West Brom. Um, and the way they played with him up front didn't really sort of uh, encourage goals or attacking football or um, get the best out of the squad mainly John Swift. Now, uh, one big man's gone, another one's come back in, Lucas Chow's back to fitness. And you can see the impact he's had, particularly on John Swift. Um, in his last two, Swift's uh, got two assists and he's uh, racked up nine key passes, uh, equaling the amount of assists he had for the previous eight games. And it's no surprise, really, because the type of player Jow is, he's great at link-up and he also makes really, really good, well-timed run and he just, he'll just bring out the best in his midfielder. So, um, with Jao back in the squad, I think the Royals are a much better um, attacking side in general. That said, um, he's played the last two. They lost 4-0 to QPR. But again, according to the XG, they were unlucky because only half a goal split them, according to the chance, the quality of chances created. Um then, but then again, there has been 11 goals in those last two games since Jao come back. Uh, so I, I do expect goals to flow here. And with Bristol Rovers um, scoring and conceding at an unbelievable rate, I think it, uh, both teams to score at four to five is uh, a good price and uh, worth sticking with Bristol and goals at the minute. Bristol City. You said yeah, Bristol Rovers City. right at the end there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I really like that bet. And it may be very similar to a bet that I've also had in Ooh. the today um my nap this weekend uh, this midweek is cardiff to beat peterborough 10 to 11 at sky bet um this is a bit of a go-to bet for me now isn't it back in whoever is playing at home whenever peterborough are away i just can't understand how cardiff are nearly evens here yes cardiff have had a very poor season but after a busy january with some new signings they look to have hit a bit of form and um, they brought in the likes of jordan hugill who has already got on the score sheet and it seems to be a lot better than he was at West Brom. Uh, they also signed Alfie Doherty, although he has suddenly got injured. Um, but overall, the January window has been quite useful for them and they've got two wins in two in the league now. And that includes a very impressive victory against an inform Forest side. They also gave Liverpool a decent game in the FA Cup. Um, some of the youngsters that Cardiff have featuring there who I'm massive, a massive, massive fan of. So yeah, Cardiff seem to be on the up finally after what has been a really torrid few months for them peter on the other hand they drew to birmingham in their last away game uh, that was only the second time this season they've not lost an away game and i'll be surprised if that's a sign that the tide is turning with posh because they are still in dire straits that birmingham game birmingham just did not get out of the blocks until the 80th minute and then suddenly birmingham managed to get things back on track and i think peterborough aside still lacking confidence and I can't see that being any different here to Cardiff who as I say look to be aside in the ascendancy so yeah I've gone for Cardiff to beat Peter for 10 to 11 at Sky Bet. Jimmy you're a fan of that? 
Yes, um, I watched the Cardiff uh, Cardiff's game at Anfield at the weekend and I thought they were desperately unlucky not to get something out of the 90 minutes at least. Um, uh, Liverpool keeper should have got straight red. I don't know what the ref was doing there and, and arguably they could have had a penalty, but they more than held their own against um, a really strong Liverpool side. And I, I, I said it when... Um, we went against them on the last show. The, the the underlying sort of data does suggest that Cardiff have been a bit unfortunate under um, under the uh, the new manager. And like you say, with Hugo, they've strengthened and they've got a good core of young and exciting, uh, a nice mix of players. And I think, yeah, getting against Posh is always a good idea away from home. Absolutely. They are absolutely atrocious away from home. <laughs> Next best time, Jimmy, what have you got? Yeah, um, bit of something different. It's a market I've never gone into, but um, I just couldn't resist mm -hmm. it for this one. So I'll take you around the houses as to why I made the selection. It's from um, Coventry's game against Blackpool. Now, when I first looked at it, I thought Blackpool were a bit big. You can get them, at, they're sort of drifting as well. I think they'll be four to one by the time the game kicks off. So I'm looking to get them on side on the Asian handicap, maybe, or maybe on the nose. It's a bit of a long shot. But looking at how they've been going recently, it, when you first look at it, last four unbeaten, They've won, they've won three of those, but looking a little bit deeper, they've, they've um, been a tad fortunate. Um, the expected goal difference over them four games has been minus 1.1. So um, this sort of supports that. And they've lost the XG battle in two of those games and won it by more than half a goal in only one. So that's a pretty long-winded saying of being, yeah, they have been lucky based on the chances they've been creating. And that was definitely the case at the weekend. It was not a 3-1 game. There was clinical, um, that's true. But I think you play that game, um, if that game was to be repeated uh, based on the chances, the, the quality of chances each side made and the performance, it wouldn't finish 3-1. Um, so, and then... In, in contrast, uh, Coventry, uh, they haven't been quite getting the results their performances have deserved. Uh, the, the last five, they've won two. Uh, that's six points uh, from a possible 15. And they've drawn, uh, they've um, lost the other three. Um, but they could have easily picked up draws against Borough, QPR and Millwall, which was the games, the games they lost. So uh, you've got two teams on uh, different ends of fine margins. Um and uh, back to Blackpool, they've lost 11 uh, games this season, eight of which have been by exactly one goal. Um, and all five of their away defeats have been by exactly one goal. So they've lost every game away from home by exactly one goal. Um, and I think that alludes to how Critchley's side play. Uh, they, they are always competitive, de de despite being one of the league's new boys. They're always competitive. They, they, they give a really good account for themselves, especially at home, well-drilled. Uh, and in tactically, he's quite um, a cute manager. But on the road, they are uh, with the home advantage. Um, they often uh, the the hosts of who they play often edge them out. So, um, and then looking at um, Coventry at um, this season, they have won um, seven games, seven of their eleven victories by exactly one goal. So it it might just be a pattern. It might just be coincidence. But I think. Um, Based on the stats, you've got one team who constantly gets um, defeated by one goal away from home. And you've got a Coventry side that have been uh, edging past teams and not quite got the rub of the green recently. So I just think based on how Blackpool and Critchley set the stall out away from home and based on how Coventry have been doing recently, uh, I just like the look of this. And you can get it at 5-2 to two with Bet365 and that's Coventry to beat Blackpool by one goal. The, the, the other reason it did take me interest is I've, I've been struggling to get a read on these two sides on a on a week-to-week -week basis with regards to goals. And obviously this covers both teams to score. 
a Coventry win. Uh, he could finish four or three, whatever. So, yeah, what uh, Coventry to win by one goal, but something different. Five, uh, five to two with bet three six five. Interesting. My next best, as I was referring to earlier with Jimmy, uh, my next best bet is similar to what he had is as his nap. I've gone for Bristol City to beat Reading and both teams to score three to one at bet three six five. As Jimmy was alluding to, Bristol City games are turning out to be quite profitable at the moment, just back over 2.5 goals and both teams to score each week. That paid out in their last nine league <laughs> games. Um, I was going to go for it again, and technically I suppose I am, but I think we can lump for Bristol City to win just because Reading are so, so bad right now. Two points from a possible 24 for the Royals in their last eight games. Five losses on the trot. It's not a nice place to be right now. They're um, looming above the relegation zone, and if Derby in particular, and Peterborough, to a lesser extent, continue um, to pick up points more than Reading do, then they are definitely in danger of going down. Meanwhile, Bristol City, quite an unpredictable side at home. Their away form has become atrocious for some reason, but at home, they're picking up results to some extent. So I'd be surprised if they didn't win here against a Reading side who are just so woeful at the moment. As for both teams to score, as I say, paid out in Bristol City's last nine games. Reading capable of scoring in their last six games. They've scored against the likes of Middlesbrough and Huddersfield, who were aiming for the playoffs, and Derby, who have a good defensive record. So for me, three to one represents value, uh, as Jimmy was alluding to earlier. Both teams score is a great bet for this. But I'm going to go that extra yard and go for Bristol City to win the game as well. So three to one represents value in my eyes. So I'll definitely be having a nibble at this one. Let's go to our long shot, Jimmy. What have you got? I have gone for a goal scorer, Brennan Johnson, in his side's trip to Blackburn. And you can get him to score any time at 17 to four with Unibet. Um now, he's on eight goals this season, chasing down his, his personal re- um, best of 10, which he got at Lincoln. He's got three in his last four, in- including his goal on Sunday in the FA Cup, and that's five in his last 10. Uh, over that 10-game period, he's had 28, uh, 21 shots, eight hitting the target, and he's forming a really nice partnership down that right-hand side with um, Spence. Um, they're fluid, and with Spence playing so advanced, it obviously... Um, it sort of pushes uh, Brennan Johnson inside. Um, add to that, he seems to be thriving, playing off the vocal point of Davis as well, particularly with the runs in behind. And it just looks a really, really balanced, well-drilled uh, sort of forest attack. Uh, and it's suiting um, suiting uh, Brennan Johnson. He's, he's always had that um, raw pe- uh, pace and potential, um, but he's really flourishing under Cooper, which is no surprise really, because a good manager often makes... Um, really well he, he, they make really good players um, so based on the fact that I just sort of think he, he, well he, his goal scoring record his goal scoring form suggests that he's just coming to boil I thought um, Unibet's price of uh, 17 to 4 was a touch too big especially considering in his short career he has a goals per 90 average of um, just under 0.25 so the price at face value represents value. That's not considering his current form and that's not considering he's coming off the back of a, a goal against uh, Premier League Leicester at the weekend. Um, the only thing to consider, this is a big game. Um, at the, at the sort of top of the table, you've got an informed forest side coming, uh, going away to Blackburn. Blackburn have got Brereton Diaz just coming back. He's, he, he was on the bench last game. He probably start here. So it is a massive game and sometimes that doesn't bode well for goals. But... Um, I just thought this price was uh, a bit too chunky to ignore and I don't think it will be this long uh, 
in a, in a month's time. So, uh, yeah, that's my long shot. Yeah, one of the most informed players in the championship right now, isn't he? So I can definitely get behind that. I've also, for my long shot, gone for one of the most informed players in the championship right now. It's Josh Bowler to score any time for Blackpool, 13-2 to at Paddy Power slash Betfair. I really, really like Josh Bowler. He was actually being linked with Forrest and numerous other clubs, the likes of Fulham and Bournemouth as well, because he's really caught the eye and over the last two months has been electric. Um, and he seems to be getting better as well. He's got two goals in his last two games, including one against Fulham just over a week ago. Earlier in the season, you could have said adding numbers in terms of goals and assists uh, was a bit of a negative towards him, but he seems to have started to start notching up a few more in terms of that. And, Right now, I'd fancy him to be Blackpool's main goal-scoring threat, quite frankly. Um, he scored a fantastic goal at the weekend as well. I don't know if you saw it, Jimmy, against Bristol City. He was dribbled from about 30 yards out, took on three players and then smashed into the back of the net. And he's that kind of player. He's one of the most threatening dribblers in the league. And right now, he's full of confidence. I think he'll definitely be uh, one that Coventry will be trying to keep an eye on in this game. Uh, Coventry themselves, they were impervious at home earlier in the season, but that's not really the case anymore. They've won just two of their last eight games at the Coventry Building Society Arena and have kept just two clean sheets in that time as well. So it looks likely that Blackpool will score in some way, shape or form. And if that person is going to score, it's most likely going to be Josh Bowler because he is the main goal-scoring threat for them now. Um, Full of confidence. Can he get three and three? I think he definitely can. So 13 to two as well. That's a gigantic price for this kind of player. So, yeah, I'm going to be all over that in the midweek games. Let's round up our bets, Jimmy. What have you got? My nap is both teams to score in Bristol City's game against Reading. That's four to five with William Hill. And then my next best is Coventry to beat Blackpool by exactly one goal. That's five to two with three, six, five. And my long shot is Brennan Johnson, anytime goal scorer in Blackburn's game against Forest, and that is seventeen to four with Unibet. Juicy stuff. I have got Cardiff to beat Peterborough as my nap. That's ten to eleven at Sky Bet. My next best bet, very similar to Jimmy's nap, Bristol City to beat Reading and both teams to score three to one at three six five. And then my long shot, Josh Bowler to score anytime for Blackpool thirteen to two which I think is a gigantic price at Paddy Power and Betfair. As always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stops. We will be back again on Thursday because we've got a full round of championship games coming up. So it won't be long before you have another dose of the second tier betting. And we look forward to seeing you then. Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. This has been the second tier betting. Everyone, good luck with your bets. We look forward to seeing you on Thursday. I've been Ryan Dilks. And to you, listener, thank you for listening. Oh,